Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, Episode 36. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. Let me ask you, are you really happy with the environment you're currently working in? And is your team happy and productive? And are you as the leader of your team? Or do you feel like it is a constant uphill battle? Well, if you've answered yes to any of those questions, you are in for a treat. Because joining me on today's show is Lisa Wiking. She is the Managing Director of Motivational Leadership. Leadership is Lisa's absolute passion. And over the last 18 years, she's become totally obsessed with leadership and the impact it has on small business results. And perhaps more importantly, the happiness of people at work and in life. She started her career in the travel industry in 1997 and working in an environment that was less than positive. In fact, it was awful and she would go home crying almost every night. 18 months later, she was given the opportunity to step up, take over the business, and her and her team were able to turn that business around almost $150,000 in 12 months. And they did that with a happy team. And it was then that she did become passionate about the quality of leadership in business. Now on today's show, Lisa's going to share why it's important to document and clearly communicate things that if you want to have a top performing and happy team, the importance of leading by example, and when you do, it is going to return to you tenfold and why you need to work on yourself as your business and your team is a direct reflection of you. So welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you very much, Anne-Marie. Look, I like to start each of the shows with just listing a number of the milestones that you've had so we can celebrate alongside you. You turned <laughs> the business good. around, as I said, from almost 150,000 in 12 months and that was done simply by helping your team achieve and as well as to become happy. You are a master practitioner of NLP and you ran your own successful coaching practice and you became known for the three-hour NLP interventions that you do. You are the National Operations Manager for Australia's largest leading coaching organisation, Coaching School, as well Mm -hmm. as you achieved your dream job of becoming an area leader for Flight Centre and then you became an author (laughs) after having your first child. Wow, congratulations. Thank you very much. (laughs) Been busy. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Looking back, you have achieved so much in in your career. You know, sometimes as women, what we can often do is hold ourselves back through that inner critic. So what was it? Is it an insight, something that you told yourself that just enabled you to move forward and achieve those goals? Well, it wasn't until I started coaching that I learned that there was um, an inner voice, like you said, there was a 
a voice inside my head that was negative and was having this horrible chatter with me. Mm. And I didn't know that that was, first of all, something that everybody has. And then secondly, something that I was able to quieten mm. and to to actually realise that it wasn't me. It was, it was, you know, it's separate to me and I don't have to listen to, to that voice. Yes. And that was revolutionary. Mm. <laughs> that was really enlightening to, yeah. to have that re- uh, realisation. That's a great insight because how many of us uh, assume that we are stuck, that that inner mm. critic is something that only we are experiencing, yet knowing that other people do too and then that you can turn the volume down on that I think is um, incredible. And you can create a voice that's going to be empowering, uplifting, mm. which is so important too. Absolutely. But when it comes to leadership, leading a team, whether it's a small team or, or a larger team, I think mm-hmm. as a leader we can often have an inner critic as well so I'm sure you can share some insights into that yes absolutely well I mean I think that's that's the 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 very first step to becoming or to achieving your leadership potential is to deal with that inner voice because Mm -hmm. the confidence and communication that you you have with your people you demonstrate to your people is what will determine their response to you yes and if you're constantly having to deal with the negative self-talk and and lacking self-confidence, then you're not going to have the same impact on your team um, and therefore not going to be able to create the environment where they're going to be as productive and therefore the business as profitable as possible. Absolutely. And, and you've certainly been able to achieve that yourself. So let's dive into some of the insights you want to share with us today. So you talk about the importance of documenting and clearly communicating things if we want to have a top performing and happy team. Share more yes. about that. Okay. So one of the things that I come across over and over and over again is that leaders are frustrated by their people they're just not doing what they're meant to do you know they don't care about the company or the business as much as what they do Um, they're giving poor service uh, lots of different frustrations and then from the employee's perspective they are frustrated because they're like well the goalposts keep changing and I don't know what I need to do today Mm. and and it's you know it's Oh, and and they become so wound up and so frustrated that then they become almost apathetic where they just want you know what I don't care you know whatever I'll just go in get paid go home and mm. and be done with it and so unfortunately both sides of the the teams um end up settling for something much less than what both are you know worthy of mm-hmm. and the reason that happens is because the leader the business owner or the leader has not uh, communicated clearly what is expected of each individual. Now that starts with, um, you know, a nice healthy job description, which is clear, enables someone to see, you know, if you do this, then you will be successful. But it's not just the job description because it's then extended to what are the expectations of working in this environment? So what does it mean to be on time? What does it mean when you call in sick that you need to communicate? Is a text message enough mm-hmm. when, when you're sick? Or do you need to call in and so you can strategize what needs to happen to replace you for the day? Yeah. Um, you know, when you're on time, is it okay to walk in on the nine zero zero? Is that nine o'clock? Is that okay to start at that point? Or is on time to walk in five minutes earlier so you can get your coffee and whatever else you need mm-hmm. to do? So mm-hmm. Having that communicated is the first step because then you can eradicate the frustrations of the staff member not knowing what needs to happen and then the leader has something to hold the staff 
accountable to. It's important and I think when you have that signpost or the goals or the expectations that are clearly communicated then you're also able to really reward in a positive way like and show appreciation that the team is achieving that rather than always having to go nah that's that's not the goalpost that we're achieving you know rather than the negative reward in, in the communications. I remember Lisa many 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 years ago there was a one of our leaders who would often be swayed in the the tasks that needed to be done or the project Mm. that needed to be worked by clients and we worked in a manufacturing industry I won't say of what because it's such a small (laughs) industry they'll probably know who it was but anyway he would go out and he would just go right stop everything we need to work on this particular project and then it was stop everything and honestly the the foreperson said to me can you hold him before he comes out because if anyone sees him they just oh what's he going to say now We can't do that as leaders, can we? Keep changing the goalpost. Because the environment that you create when when you are that skittish and have to and jump from project to project Mm -hmm. and and expect people to be able to follow you that quickly is one of survival. People are just in survival mode. We're like, oh God, what am I gonna like just just (laughs) stay under the radar? I don't Mm. need don't look at him, don't have eye contact or her. And it is really like it's it is a survival mode. And in that mode, nobody can be productive. No one can be successful. No, they, they don't have the capacity to look at, oh, how can I achieve and how can I be the best version of me? Mm-hmm. All they're doing is trying to survive and then get out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah, and you don't want your team to be skittish or try and run for the mountains every time you walk through the door. That no, is not... no, it's, it's about creating an empowered environment where yeah. people, you know, it's, it's still work, so you're not aiming for everyone to, you know, have this, ah, oh, you know, light-shining mm. moment, but is to be empowered to come to work, feel like they can focus on being successful they know what it means to be successful and then they can achieve something yeah you also talk about the importance of leading by example I think this is so important we can't (laughs) expect our team to do something if we're not bringing that forward in our own work and in our own approach and you're saying that it's going to return to you tenfold so let's let's dive into this this area well this is the thing so people I have met many leaders that think that when they have the title of whether it be manager or you know um, business owner or um, some kind of leadership title that instantly people have to say have to do what they say mm-hmm. like you do this you do this you have to do this go and do this what they forget is that whilst yes the company or the business is paying them a wage and you know they're expected to do their job but money doesn't buy respect and people don't have to go above and beyond. People don't have to do really what you say. Yes, they might lose their job, but they don't. no one has to do what they're told. Mm-hmm. Every person is a person within their own right, makes their own decisions, whether or not they, they you know, get the results that they want out of those decisions is another thing. And whether or not you like what they're going to do is another thing as well mm-hmm. in their decisions. But for you to get the best out of your people you must inspire them to want to do what is needed to be done to achieve the best possible outcome and inspire comes from respect being inspired by someone is first about respecting them about looking at them and going wow you know they are amazing I would love to be like them 
and therefore they're inspired and they, they respect you. So they're, and they're inspired to do what is, what is being asked to be done. By doing what you ask your people to do, by you know, if, and there's stories of leaders who will get in there, and you know, if the if the team's expected to clean the toilets, then the leader will clean the toilets. If the mm. team's expected to empty the bins, then the leader will empty the bins. Whatever task it is, you know, no matter how high or how low the task is, the leader must be willing to do the same task. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying you have to get in there and do it every day, but just every you know, now and again, you must be willing to get in there and get your hands dirty like you expect your team to. Yeah. I think too, uh, leading by example can also be in the attitude and approach Mm. that we bring. For instance, we're talking about being happy, being supportive in the workplace. You imagine if you're expecting that of your team, you come to work and you, you know, that yes, it can be stressful leading, uh, being a leader, Mm. but if you continue to approach people in that stressful, direct and very arrogant type of approach, then why would they be expected then to be happy and, and productive yep. if you're not bringing that to the team exactly if you expect your team your team to give great customer service and to smile and be happy and get along with people then it starts with you mm-hmm. they're, they're emulating they're copying what you're you're doing so if, if you come in with a do as i say not as i do attitude then you know that's going to put them on the back foot in the first place. Yeah, and and they can't be inspired by you and have that positive attitude if they've got this leader who is dictating to them. And you know sometimes if the team are not doing something correctly or the outcomes are consistently not landing where you want them to to land then you know we need to look back at what you've said firstly are the expectations clearly communicated are they documented do you have consistency in what you want your staff to achieve are you leading by example or are you you know showing mixed messages Yes. This brings us to the third point where, and, and this can be a bit of a, an eye-opener for us and can be incredibly rewarding if we're willing to look at some of the ways that we may actually be reflecting or doing something that's not allowing our team. So this is why we need to work is on ourselves because our business, our team, our results can often be a direct reflection of, of ourselves and what we're being and doing as a leader. Absolutely, and it's a, it can be a bit of pill, bit of pill to swallow. Mm. Uh, accepting that that your your team is a reflection of you, and yeah. the quality of your team is determined by the quality of of your thoughts, your beliefs, your uh, your focus, and your actions. So some leaders find that when they work on themselves and they start to get rid of some of those negative self-talk stories and and beliefs and things that they perceive that are holding them back and can start to focus on what does work and what does need to be done consistently, that's when they start to see a shift in their team. Do you see (laughs) any particular areas where leaders can really be a barrier, a block, let themselves down and ultimately negatively affect their team. Are there any, you know, one or two that really stand out or it may even be examples of of things that you've experienced and how not to lead? The the biggest one that I've seen is the one of title holder. It's it's the leader that expects that I must be respected because I have a title. Mm -hmm. And it is 
just so couldn't be further from the truth of, of what reality is because whether your team is teenagers 18 19 20 or whether you've got a team of you know a variety of different ages not no one has to respect you mm-hmm. there's no, no force can be put on somebody to respect you and so in in that no matter who you are or what you do and no matter who your people are you must earn their respect it could be the local kindergarten teacher from their the kindergarten kids you know she must earn their respect in order for them to do what she asked them to do it's not you can't force a child to walk out the door that would be you know abuse so Mm. you have to inspire people to want to do what you want them to do Mm -hmm. rather than a force sort of you have to do it because I said so kind of attitude and and when when you get that then and when you learn how to inspire people then life becomes so much easier. (laughs) You know, I heard um, one of my colleagues say, and she's just recently left um, a significant um, corporate career, and there were a few things happening in the workplace. She was, you know, had a leadership role and and she had leaders above her. Yeah, And there were some changes going on, um, some significant changes going on in the workplace. And there was a number of people being affected and hence it kind of trickled down the organisation. And she and a number of the other leaders in the team went and tried to speak to some of the board members and so forth but they just didn't want to listen and I think as a leader we need to slow down and and listen to what our team members are saying listening and appreciating even if the decision is not to do what's suggested just being heard I think is incredible isn't it for people in the team listening to people and then validating them as a person is crucial to impacting how your people feel Mm -hmm. leadership is all the way as you say all the way up the scale so it's not just the bottom line or frontline leaders that need to listen it's every other leader above them in in the organization in fact it should start from the top you must listen to your people and and validate what they've got to say and, and acknowledge what they're saying and and like you said it's not about agreeing with them all the time but it is about validating. i hear what you've said i understand it's a concern i'll deal with that or i'll 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 reflect on it and then I'll get back to you. Mm, yeah. So it's not, you don't have to agree and, and bow to their demands, but you must listen and validate and acknowledge what they've said. Uh, and often that's all they want. That, that People don't necessarily need you to fix their problems or, mm-hmm. you know, to give exactly what they're asking. They just want to feel like they've been heard and acknowledged. And I think that's an, another great example of leading by example. If we want our team to listen, to contemplate to what we're saying, uh, then giving them the same respect. And I think, you know, sometimes by doing that, and, and I think I heard once a leader would often say, look, I'm gl- glad you shared that with me. What are some things that you think could help, you know, overcome this solution? Get them as part of the solution. Absolutely. Um, well. And that's another thing, the mistake that leaders often make is that they think now that they've got this title that they have to come up with all the answers mm. and all the solutions. And that's so not the case. If you, as a leader, if, if you know the question to us, you know what the problem is, then throw it back to your team and empower them to come up with the solution. Mm. More often than not, because they are the front line, they have better ideas anyway. Yeah. So, so give them the power, empower them to come up with 
solutions to the current problems and challenges. Mm -hmm. You know, another something else that I've seen that I really respect in, in a leader is that, and I hope that I emulate this as well with, with my team, is that if I have made a decision and it didn't have the, the outcome that we expected, that I will mm. go back and I'll say, you know what? made a mistake I needed to do something differently really owning up to that and not blaming yep. other people oh, but yes. rather Absolutely. yeah well I mean I'm sure you've got some great examples that's really good as a leader and it's not showing that or saying that we're wrong and it's not really inhibiting us or, or taking away from our leadership that actually will empower your team to then yeah, yeah. step up to the mark that's another way that we can lead by example what do you think Absolutely. So, well, there's lots of stuff that comes to mind when, when you said that. First of all, the empowering and inspiring leader is one who will take all the responsibility when things go wrong and give all the credit to their team when things go right. Mm. And I think that when a team sees that their leader is, is you know, the forefront in, right in the firing line when things have gone wrong, they feel like they're safe, that they're, you know, they've got, you know, their, their leader at the front and that, you know they're protected mm -hmm. when things are going well then when the team are given credit what do you think that does to the team they stand out with their chests you know beating on their chest thinking that they're a mile high mm. and, and when that happens they become more productive again so yeah. it's the smart leader who gets that give them the credit when things go right yeah because you're just going to get more and more better results if you do the opposite if you blame people when things go wrong then what's the chances of them wanting to step up and do the right thing again next time or change what they're doing to get a better result next time they're going to go they're, all they're focused on is i can't believe i'm being blamed for something that wasn't necessarily my fault and if then the leader takes all the credit when things go well then the team go we just did that not <laughs> to her yes. so so then what's the level of inspiration for them to keep moving and keep doing their best is there's nothing there. Mm. So the smart leader understands that take all the blame when things go wrong because it's, and it's not necessarily blame, it's responsibility. Like take the responsibility and just change what you're doing or the team's doing to get a different result. That's mm. all, that, all it is. Yeah. And then give the team all the credit because they understand that when you give the credit and the reward and the acknowledgement to the team, that's when they are on cloud nine and they are focused and driven to achieve even more moving forward. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look, I have so enjoyed our conversation today. I think that, oh, you know, as a direct reflection of us as a leader, we said that in the, I said that in the introduction and you really believe this, that our team is a reflection and the approach and the productivity and performance is really a direct reflection of us as a leader by empowering the team, by giving back, by collaborating, by giving them, you know, the kudos and, and all of that. That is going to empower and build the respect that you want as a leader that will have your team just stepping forward each and every time to want to contribute, want to achieve because they feel like they really are, are worthy and uh, contributing people on, on that team, which is what we really want, isn't it, in business exactly. and, and in corporate. Everyone wants to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Everyone wants to feel like they can make a contribution to something bigger than themselves. Mm -hmm. And so if they have the leader that allows that and empowers that, then they're going to experience a level of happiness in the workplace. And when they experience happiness, that's when you get productive successful happy environments which mm -hmm. then gives you a profit at the end of the month and end of the year it certainly does <laughs> <laughs>
Lisa, how can people get in contact with you? They can either email me, lisa at motivationalleadership.com.au. They can go to my website, leadershipskillsreducethebills.com which is also the title of my book, or they can call 0408 Fantastic. And we'll put all of Lisa's contact details on our show notes. In those show notes, you'll find at annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 36. Thanks for coming on the show, Lisa. Thank you very much for having me, Anne-Marie. So like I've done over the last few shows, I'm inviting one of my fellow Microsoft brand ambassadors to share a tip tip so that we can streamline our business, whether it's using a piece of technology, a Microsoft Surface, an app or a process. Now, if you are a Microsoft Surface Pro user or maybe you've got a favorite app or you've got a technology tip that's really helped you in your business, let me know. I want to hear about it. Send an email to podcast at annemariecross.com. But for now, let's dive into today's tip. So today we have with us again, Megan Yemmer, Tech Coach HQ. Hey Megan, what's today's tech tip? Today's tip is we're in Excel and I've just written a great blog post about getting back to basics with Excel. It's my latest in my Get Back to Basics series. And I must admit Excel is not my easiest point. It's, it's something that I've, I, I struggle with and I didn't realize how much I did until we got to this. So time for me to brush up my financial and digital literacy skills mm. <laughs> and, and see how we go. So today I'm going to talk about formatting cells within an Excel spreadsheet on a, on a single page. So cell, for those out there who've never used Excel, is a box, a single box within a cell. And so this is what we can do. So you highlight an entire row or an entire column. So remember rows going across and columns going down mm-hmm. and you click on the letter or column or a number for the row, and then what happens is that if you right-click format cells and currency, you can choose your decimal places. So, for example, if you wanted to choose it to show cents, you can change it to two decimal places, which is a really cool thing, mm. especially if you're doing your budgeting. But otherwise, just leave it zero for the whole dollar amounts. And the great thing is you can go also have a shortcut. So if you go Control plus Shift plus four. Now we don't use the the actual plus button. We just hold control down first, then we add shift, and then we add four to change it to a dollar amount with two decimal places. So that's a really handy shortcut. And there's nothing worse than um, having a document or a spreadsheet and it's all the formatting is all over the place. So that's certainly a great tip. So Megan, how can people get in contact with you if they're struggling with their technology and want some more tips? You can find me at techcoachhq, that's www.techcoachhq.com.au. Uh, Meg's Amanda on Twitter, uh, Megan A. Yemma on Instagram, I'm on Pinterest, so all over social media, and I'm also on YouTube. So this is where I'm creating these videos to go on Anne-Marie's podcast. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of those links to all of those wonderful resources that you can connect with Megan on our show notes, as well as the, the video as well, and a link to the article that you've written about Excel. Thank you very much for coming on the show. 
So before we go, just a reminder for those of you who are struggling with networking. Maybe you are attending numerous networking events, but you're struggling to get the results that you want. Go ahead and grab my free Network with Confidence checklist, how to network and communicate with confidence to grow your network, your relationships, your business and career. There are suggested icebreakers there to start a meaningful conversation, even with strangers. This is great for introverts. How to create a powerful introduction that entices people to want to know more about you and your business, even how to respond to tell me more about what you do so you can answer that confidently and continue to create interest in your work and much more. How do you grab that checklist? Go to annemariecross.com forward slash network with confidence. So there you have it. There is an end to another fantastic show. I'm sure you've got lots of great insights to take to your team so that you can build and create a happy workplace where your team is performing and you are performing at your utmost best. I'm so glad that you did join us. If this is the very first time you haven't yet subscribed to our iTunes channel, go and do that because each and every week we have another incredible guest just like we did today with Lisa sharing her wisdom. The link is annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. While you're there, please leave a comment and also a rating because that means that we will get our message out into the ears of lots of other empowered leaders. Until next week, have a fantastic fantastic week. Bye for now, Lisa. See you. Bye-bye. <laughs> this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>